0: We give praise and honor and glory to you, heaven the Father, Lord God. And we come humbly before your precious throne, Lord God. And we rejoice in you, heaven the Father, Lord God. And heaven the Father, Lord God, we enter your gates with thanksgiving this morning and into your courts with praise this morning, heaven the Father, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for your mercy, your grace. Thank you for your loving kindness, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for keeping us all night, all through the night, Lord God. Thank you for your hedge protection, Lord God. And thank you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning, Heaven Father, Lord God. And we know, Lord God, it wasn't an alarm clock or anything else, Lord God, that woke us up, Lord God. We know that it's you, Lord Jesus. It is you, Lord Jesus, who opened up our eyes, Lord Jesus. It's you the one, it's you the one who gave us our strength to be able to get up out of our beds this morning. It's you the one who caused the blood to continue to run warm in our veins, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for every beat of our heart, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for blessing us, Lord God, to see the sun this morning. or the rain or whatever that's going on in our area, Lord God, we blessed to see it this morning, Lord God, because we know that so many others haven't uh, haven't been able to see this this morning, Lord God. And we're just grateful. We're grateful this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord God, that you kept us all through this year, Heavenly Father, Lord God. Despite of all the things that going on in the world, Lord God, the virus and all the violence and all the other stuff, you kept us safe from all her harm and danger, evil. You brought us all through the whole year, Heavenly Father, Lord God, and whatever problems and trials and tests we was having, Lord God, you was always by our side. And we'll be forever grateful, Heavenly Father, Lord God, for you have been mighty good to us and you always have and you always will. And we bless your holy name. For well, you are more than worthy to be praised and greatly to be praised, Heavenly Father, Lord God. Because you are God and besides you, there's no other. You sit high, you look low, and you have all power in heaven and on earth. And your kingdom, Lord Jesus, will, will, will reign forever. It was from everlasting to everlasting. And we praise your holy name, Lord God, this morning. And we thank you, Lord God, for being in the midst of us. We thank you for your presence this morning, Heavenly Father. And we thank you for the Holy Spirit. And we pray that the Holy Spirit will have his way this morning, Lord God. And we yeah. won't leave the same way we came, Heavenly Father. We thank you for our worship service, Lord God. And we thank you for each and every person, Lord God, that's here this morning, Lord God. And we want to ask you to bless each and every family that's represented here this morning, Heavenly Father, and keep them safe and keep them in perfect health, Lord God, and in perfect peace. And that you continue, Lord God, supply all our needs according to your riches and glory by christ jesus and we pray that you continue to guide our steps and that your will be done and that you use us in a way that you see fit for your glory and we pray that you work in us and through us to come your will and plan and purpose and we pray that our worship service lord god would be pleasing unto you this morning and we thank you lord god for the word that's going to go forth and the power and demonstration by the holy spirit and we thank you for reverend robertson lord god this morning we thank you for the word that you have given him, Lord God. We thank you for your anointing upon him, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for his boldness, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for, for giving him strength, Lord God. Thank you for giving him wisdom, Lord God, to be obedient and to teach your word, Lord God. And the enemy will not hinder him, Lord God. The enemy will not interfere in this worship service, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, that your word would not return to you, void. And we accomplish everything that you sent out to do this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for everyone that's going to hear your word this morning. And we lift up those that that's join us later, Lord God. And those that are not here, Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, that wherever they are, that you would manifest yourself to them, Lord God, and speak to their hearts in Jesus' name, Heavenly Father. And we pray, Heavenly Father, that someone will come online that needs to be saved and surrender their lives and their wills over to the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father. And their lives will be forever changed, the Father, Lord God. And we thank you for the music ministry, Lord God. We thank you for the music selection this morning. And we pray that your word, that music, Lord God, would minister to us this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, for all that you're gonna do this morning, Heavenly Father, in this worship service. We thank you for all the wonderful things, Lord God, that you're gonna do today, Heavenly Father. And we just want to give you all honor and all the glory and all the praise. And in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, and we all say amen. 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 Uh, all right. Well, let's go
1: into our praise and mu- uh, worship music. And
0: uh, uh, we'll have a couple of selections, and then we'll be going into the word of God.
2: is on the main line. Yes, sir. What you want. you
1: this Patricia question. Well, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Well, Jesus is on the main line. Tell him what you want. Oh! <laughs>
2: for that music, you know, sometimes the music just sets things off, especially when you get that Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want, yeah. Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want. Jesus on the main line, Tell him what you want. Yeah, just call him up and tell him what you want. want. They just set it off this morning, Sister Monisa. Thanks for that song. So, cause, cause see, Jesus on the main line, tell him what you want, call him up and tell him what you want. You can't pick up your cell phone and call Jesus. Hello, Jesus, you home? You, you can't do that. You can't call him up like that. You have to call him up in prayer. Amen. That's how you call Jesus up. You pray. But the main thing about it is, now, you just don't stop there because you got to have faith in what you pray in. Because if you ain't got no faith in what you're praying in, you just praying with empty hands. You ain't praying or you're talking loud, but you're saying Nothing. You got to have faith in what you pray in. See, I be joking around when our little pre-talks and then the pastor started preaching a little bit of my sermon. But I tell you what, I actually love that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because the enemy be trying to tell you that you ain't doing the right thing. You're talking loud. You ain't saying nothing. And then the pastor (laughs) preaches some of the sermon. And that actually lets me know that you're on the right track that this ain't you ain't alone in this journey that you are on the right track so we want to uh we're gonna do a little faith we're gonna do a little faith check today we're gonna talk a little bit about faith so what uh what we're gonna be looking at first today let me get to my bible here and uh You know, like I'm saying, the enemy, I'm going to tell you, the enemy always want to distract. He always want to lie. He always want to bring something to you and tell you what you can't do when God had already told you that you can do it. But we got to listen and we got to always listen for those little signs. So that was a sign to me this morning that pastor got to talking about that faith. See, that was a sign. And I was listening to that sign, and now I know that this this word that I'm about to bring forth is the word that I should be bringing forth. So God gave me this word, Pastor verified it when she started talking about faith, and I was like, whoa, whoa, slow down, Pastor. But in reality, it was verifying that God wanted me to get his word. So today, we're uh, going to do quite a few. We're going to do quite a few things today, but before we go into it, because see, a lot of people, they don't have faith. They think they don't have faith. This is something I used to say all the time. When you walk into a place and somebody tell you to have a seat, do you walk around and shake the chair to see if the chair is going to stand up to your weight or whatever? No, you have a seat because you trust, you have faith that when you sit down in that chair, it ain't going to break. You have faith that when you go out to your car and put the key in the ignition, it starts. You trust that your car is going to start. You have faith that your car is going to start. So you can't have, you'll have faith in a chair. You'll have faith in a car. Why not have faith in God? Why not have faith in God? See, you got to listen because God always does messages to us. People think God don't talk to us. I'm going to tell you a little story you probably heard before. It was flooding out in Louisiana and the water got so big that they was telling people it's time to evacuate. It's time to evacuate. They went to one house and knocked on the door and and the police said, hey, man, you got to evacuate. The man said, I'm not worried about it. God got my back. Then the water got higher and he went to the second floor. Then the fire department came with a ladder and climbed up there and said, hey, you need to evacuate. Your house is going to flood. The man said, I ain't worried about it. God got my back. But the water got so high, the guy went to the roof and a helicopter came. And the helicopter man said, hey, you need to get in this helicopter because this flood is just taking over. And the man looked at the helicopter man and said, hey, God got my back. And so the flood overtook the man and he died. And when he was in heaven, he looked at God and he said, hey, God, I thought you had my back. And God said, yes, I did. I sent the police, I sent the firemen, and I sent the helicopter to get you. I've always had your back. So the reason why I wanted to tell that story, because God got your back, but you got to be listening. You got to be looking for these signs that God sends your way each and every day. He's not going to make you accept them. He's not going to make you take them, but he's going to give them to you. And if you let them pass by, then you just miss out. And then you'll be talking about, well, God ain't hearing me. God ain't hearing my prayers. You got to have faith that God hears your prayers and you got to have faith that God sends the answer. I got one more story for you before I go into my sermon. There is a man that always say, seeing is believing. Every time you see this man, he would be like, seeing is believing. So he didn't believe in God because he didn't see him. So one day a pastor was going around and he was trying to recruit people to Jesus. He was trying to get people to God. And he ran into this man and the man told the pastor, seeing is believing. And I don't see God, so I don't believe. And the pastor replied by saying, if you want to see God, first you must stare at the sun for one minute. If you want to see God, I need you to stare at the sun for one minute. So the man started looking up at the sun and 10 seconds later, he brought his eyes back down and told the pastor, I can't do it. And the pastor replied, you can't do it. Because God has made the sun. God is bigger than the sun. You can't stare at the sun. How can you actually stare at God? We can't see God because he's bigger than that creation that he made. I don't know if that made any sense to you guys, but it made sense to me when I first read that story. God is bigger than the sun that he created. And we can't stare in the sun for probably more than 20 seconds, I mean, directly into the bright sun, you'll be blind. So you can't stare at God and you can't really see God. And also, I always tell people that tell me they don't believe in nothing they can't see. Well, did you just feel that wind that went by? You didn't see that wind, but you felt it. So people can't say that they don't believe in what they can't see. So let me get to my sermon. So I wanna go to uh Second Corinthians. Somebody with me there, everybody look like what the heck are you talking about? Give me an Amen on the mouth or something, y'all. I wanna hear something out there. All right, okay. All right, y'all. I don't wanna go straight here. So let's go to to one of the to me, this is one of The shortest verses, but most powerful verses in the Bible. It may be the shortest verse in in the Bible. Let's go to Corinthians 2, 5, and 7. Because this is what my sermon is about today. Corinthians 2, 5, and 7 say, For we walk by faith and not by sight. That could be one of the shortest verses in the Bible, maybe the shortest, but that's a powerful verse. We walk by faith and not by sight. I mean, you could have been a person who traveled all over the world, but you ain't saw everything. So if you're only going on sight, you're in big trouble. You need to add a little faith in there because have you ever been where I don't know how I'm going to pay that bill. I don't know where the money coming from. I don't know how I'm going to pay that car note, but you knew that that car note was going to be paid. That's called faith. And you got to have faith. You cannot only believe in what you see. So right now, what I see right now, what I'm seeing, I cannot believe this is it for me. Right now, what I see every day in my job, in my home, I can't believe that this is it. I have faith faith so we were talking and it's funny because see i put a picture i like a cadillac escalade the old school escalade with that funny back with that look like an avalanche chevy avalanche if y'all know the car truck i'm talking about that old school cadillac is my dream car i have a picture of it in this cream color also in my locker and i've had it over a year Because, see, I believe in that type of stuff. I believe I have faith that I'm going to get that. I believe it. I put that picture up over a year and a half ago, but I ain't got it. But check this move out. Now, I don't have that Cadillac Escalade, but my old car was messing up on me, and I went to a dealership with no mind but to, to get that car that I wanted, even though I didn't have the money. So I didn't get the Cadillac Escalade, but I wound up with a Cadillac So the reason why I'm telling y'all that because see that's just a step now I don't have that Cadillac Escalade picture. That's in my locker But I wound up with a Cadillac had no idea didn't even want to go get one So this house that I got a picture of I've been walking past this house and I thought one time that the for sale sign was gone. I'm like, oh, God, somebody didn't bought it. But then I walked by a couple of days later and it was back up. So nobody got it. I believe and I have faith that I'm going to get that house. What's probably might happen is I may not get that one. I may get another one just like the Cadillac. But I got faith. But I got faith. What is faith? How do you get faith? What's going on with faith? This is what faith is, because a lot of people, when I tell them that you go outside and you have faith that your car going to start, they say, no, I trust my car going to start. When I say that you're going to sit in that chair and it's not going to fall, you have faith it's not going to fall. They say, no, I trust it's not going to fall. Well, what they don't understand, trust and faith go hand in hand. And it says that in Proverbs 3 and 5. I want you to go to Proverbs 3 and 5, and we're going to read 3 and 5 and 3 and 6. And what it says, after we read, for we walk by faith and not by sight, how do you walk by faith? Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. Trust and faith go hand in hand. That's how you get that faith, by trusting in the Lord. By trusting his word, by reading his word, by knowing his word is how you accomplish that faith. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thy own understanding. And all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. You got to believe in him no matter what you sin. No matter what you see, and you gotta believe that's only temporary. You gotta trust in you gotta trust in God. You gotta trust in God's words. You gotta trust what God says, and you gotta be able to see what God says. And the way to find out and the way to pray here's my new favorite: pray. God grant me serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the curse the things I can, but the wisdom to know the difference, and y'all gonna get tired of me saying that prayer, because I'm gonna say that prayer. I'm gonna wake up in the morning, I'm gonna say that prayer. I'm gonna go to sleep, I'm gonna say that prayer. i gonna be driving my car, and I'm gonna say that prayer, but the main thing I'm gonna say is, God, give me that wisdom. See, a lot of people ask for money. A lot of people ask for houses and cars, and I do too, but God, I want that wisdom. I want that wisdom to know the difference. That wisdom keeps you out of trouble. That wisdom, God's almighty wisdom, you have to ask for it. And he'll give it to you if you trust in the Lord. If you go to that Proverbs 3 and 5, trust in the Lord. But I got to tell you something also else. Go to Proverbs 3 and 7. Because see, a lot of people, you know, it ain't about what, God says, or what God, is about what they do. They don't wait on the Lord, as that song said. They don't wait on God. This is what I want to do. This is when I want to do it. And that's what they do. And then they wind up falling in this circle, and they wind up in the same trap that they was in in the first place. If you keep doing the same thing, inspecting a different result, y'all all know that is a form of insanity. You can't keep doing the same thing. And expecting a different result, you got to believe and talk to the Lord and find out what He wants you to do. The reason why I wanted Proverbs 3 and 7 in there say, Be not wise to thy own eyes. Be not wise to thy own eyes. Because see, what you see is just temporary. Be not wise to everything that you see. Be not wise to say that, hey, this is the way. I'm going to do it because this is the way I want it. It ain't about what you want. It ain't about what you want. And if you keep on thinking it is, you're in for a big surprise. What does it say? Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Because what we see, folks, is a lot of evil. What we're seeing right now is a lot of evil. This pandemic is a lot of evil. People at your job who are always giving you a problem are evil. People who want to do things to harm you have evil thoughts. So we need to depart from that evilness and focus on the Lord. We need to say what it says in Proverbs 3 and 5. We need to trust in the Lord with all thine heart with all thy, not half-hearted, not one foot in the door and one foot out the door, with all thy heart. Because sometimes, folks, you know, there's no place else to turn. It's nothing else you can do. You can try to depend on man. You can try to depend on your significant other, but they don't have to answer. God has to answer. And you have to pray. And you have to, Jesus is on that main line, call him up. Tell him what you want in prayer. After you tell him what you want, believe in what you told him. Believe that he will do it for you. But in order to believe, you have to have faith. In order to have that faith, you need to trust in the Lord with all thine heart. And don't forget to ask him why you praying. Ask him for wisdom. Ask them for the wisdom because people really think that they're smarter than you and they really think that what they're doing is better than what you're doing when you're following the Lord, but they're following the world. So they have a nicer car. They get nicer things. They go to a bigger church. Yeah, they have more fancier clothes than you. So what? You're worshiping the Lord. At the end, when all this stuff is over, they won't have the Lord, but you will. Y'all feel me? Y'all too near me not to hit me? All amen, right. Amen. All right. I may get a little boring today, but see, sometimes, you know, it, it ain't about the hooping and the hollering. It's about the message that God wants you to give. And it's about the message that I need to, to spread out today because we need it. Right now, man, people are losing faith. Right now, people's faith is in I don't care mode. Right now, people are doing things, they're traveling, they're they're gathering in other people's families and and they're doing things because they don't care. They don't care. They have no faith. They don't care about life or whatever happens going to happen anyway. No, no. No. Uh-uh. You have to have faith in what you want. You have to have faith that God is going to uh, make a vaccine that really cures this pandemic because we are people are not smart enough to do what it takes to stay at home or cover up with a mask. You know, I drive down the street, you know, and I, I, I'm getting in the store and somebody have to tell somebody, hey, uh, can you put your mask on? Oh, I don't have no mask. You know, people are not caring. People are losing faith. They have lost faith in the government. I'm not going to preach in the government. You know, uh, uh, I, I I heard that you don't supposed to mix that up with a sermon. I don't know. I'm learning about that. But people don't have faith in the government no more. People don't have faith in themselves anymore. It's just you lose. People are losing faith. We have to get back to faith, y'all. We have to get back to faith. I, I'm steady talking and I want to go to Hebrews 11 and 1. What is faith? What is faith? Well, Hebrews 11 and 1 tell us that faith, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, not seen. It's the things that we hope for, that we pray for, not that we see. Because, like I say, all we're seeing right now is destruction and hardship and people losing their job. No, no, no. It's got to be something else, folks. It's got to be something else, but we got to have faith. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Not seen. So I also want to go to uh Hebrews eleven and three. Thou faith we, though faith we understand that the world was framed by the Word of God, so that things which are seen are not made of things which do appear. So in other words, things that are seen, y'all and I, and I know that I'm going over and I'm going over, but this got to be planted things that we see we have more to come that's not all what we see is not all folks that job you in see people think that okay well why am i in this job and and i think the same way because my job is not that great but then i realized god put me there god put me in that job and he put me there for a reason and yesterday is miserable as i felt going back to work yesterday I made so many people smile. I made so many people smile at that job. And when I I made so many people smile yesterday that when I left, I actually felt good. And it hasn't been that great for me. And I was really depressed and I was really mad going back to work on a Saturday. Then when I walked in there, all those people there. I'm like, don't they understand this is a pandemic? I mean, all those people had to come out the day of, after Christmas to show off their ugly sweaters and their boots and stuff that they got for Christmas. And I'm like, why is all these people in here? So I, I changed. I said, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, because change the things I can, wisdom, know the difference. And I went to work. And next thing you know, I had people smiling. I had this lady and her daughter when I said, uh, oh, are you and your sister okay? She wants that lady to almost hug me. I'm like, oh, no, we're in a pandemic. Don't hug me. Walk by faith, not by sight, folks. It's something else I have here. I'm getting all off the subject. And it's in Habakkuk 2 and 2. And then I, after I read this, I'm going to remember why it's here. Because he, God gives me these verses and I go over them sometime. I forget why they even here. And it says, the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain unto a tablet. See, this is what the uh, pastor was talking about. This is what the pastor was talking about when she said, write it down. And I had already thought about it because of Habakkuk right here. So that's why this this verse is here. Write it down, y'all. Make it plain. And he may run that read of it. I'm going to have to ask pastor about that one. The last part of that verse. The first part of that verse was so, so like reaching out to me. And the Lord answered to me and said, write the vision. And make it plain upon a tablet. See, that's what Pastor was saying. Write it down. Take a picture. Put it up on your refrigerator. You know? And just don't do that. If it's really what God wants for you, if that's in God's plan, you're going to get it. If you got faith. If you got faith. You've got to have faith. Y'all might see me cheesing like a Chester cat because this was the part that pastor let me know that it was okay to get a sermon. What the enemy was telling me, oh, you only got a little bit of it. You only got this. You People ain't going to understand what you're talking about. But then the pastor said, write it down. Take a picture. Put it on your refrigerator. Try it out, folks. But have faith. Because if you don't have faith and you're doing all of this, you're just doing it for nothing. On the real. You're just doing it for nothing. You got to have faith. I was listening to this song by George Michaels called Faith. Anybody know what that is? Somebody know what that is? I know some of y'all, y'all don't listen to that. But I mean, it was a good song because it was about faith. And I've been listening to it and I'm like, ah, you, you, you have it. So a lot of times I listen to sermons and I get my ideas from them sermons, right? But the last two sermons I have done, I I haven't listened to anybody's sermon. God told me, hey, I want you to do this. I want you to go and find information about what you want to talk about. And I want you to read through that information. I don't want you to hear nobody else's sermon. I want you to give your own. I don't want you to hear nothing else. All right, so before I go into another uh, 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 rant here, I also had Habakkuk 2 and 3. Oh, I know why, too. This one's important. This one's very important, y'all. I want y'all to listen. For the vision is not yet for appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie, though it tarries. Wait for it because it will surely come if you were not tarry. <laughs> Can I see some mans out there? I'm going to read it again, and I'm going to tell you why I should see some mans on your face. For the vision is not yet for the appointed time. Yes, Lord. Your vision may not be yet for the appointed time. Yes. I've been at Ikea going on 13 years, but my vision may not be yet. So what has been 13 yeah. years? So what? God's making me make people smile right now. So it's yeah. not yet for the appointed time. Then it says, but at the end, it shall speak. Uh, it. At the end, y'all, it shall speak. It goes on to say... And not lie, and not lie, though it tarries. But the main thing it says, y'all, wait for it. Wait for it. Do not give up. Do not get discouraged. Don't let no pandemic, no significant other, nothing stand in your way. Don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Keep your eyes straight on Jesus. Don't let nothing get in your way because the enemy will do everything to destroy you. The enemy will do anything to take your mind off what you should be focused on. And what that is, you should be focused on Jesus. You should be focused on God. You should be focused on his word. Do not let the enemy distract you or take you away. And be recognized. Recognize the enemy. Say, God, give me the wisdom to see what the enemy is trying to pull over my eyes. Amen? Wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Wait for it. It will surely come, y'all. So, Habakkuk two and three, Habakkuk two and three is so nice. I'm gonna have to read it twice. For the vision is yet, I'm sorry. For the vision is yet for a appointed time, but at the but at the end it shall speak. Okay, let me read that again. For the vision is yet for appointed time. But at the end, it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come. I'm going to have to leave y'all with that. I'm going to have to leave y'all with that. And I want to leave y'all with also, you must have faith. You got to have faith, y'all. Do not give up, folks. Do not give up. Keep going, keep moving, no matter what the enemy says, because when you give up, it's over. The enemy has won, and we will not let the enemy defeat us, y'all. We cannot let the enemy defeat us. The enemy want to put drugs in our face. That's right. The enemy want to put people in our face. The enemy want to put evilness in our face. And if we fall for any of it, and I'm going to tell y'all something, the more and more and more and more and more and more you trust in God and believe in God, the more and more and more the enemy going to attack. But I want you to remember what happened to Job. After Job lost every single thing he had, God doubled up. God gave him double because he stayed and he believed in the Lord. Even his wife said, why don't you just kill yourself and denounce that God? He looked at his wife like, is you crazy? No, I got these boils. I have lost everything, but I'm going to keep my faith in God. He lost everything. And I'm going to tell y'all something. Nothing as bad as what happened to Joel probably is going to happen to us. But Job held his peace, let the Lord fight his battle, and victory was his. At the end, victory was his. So I'm going to leave y'all with that. Victory, victory. Oh, man, I can't even sing it. Y'all, Pastor, go ahead and take over. (laughs) I'm too excited. I can't remember the words. Y'all be blessed. (laughs) Victory, victory shall be mine yes Lord victory victory shall be mine yes Lord if hold my peace victory victory shall be mine there it is amen
1: amen there it
2: is yes Lord love
1: praise God amen
2: Nerd hey, Hi, thank you for listening to this week's sermon from Reverend Richard Roberson, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Please join us every Sunday for our Bread of Life Church service on Zoom. I want everyone to be blessed. I want everyone to be safe. Amen.